Hey chicks, welcome back to another episode. This is Sarah. This is Victoria. And we are the Authentic Chicks. Hell yeah, we are. Did you hear about Kylie Jenner's baby? I did, but I'm going to let you spill the tea on it because I know that you love the Kardashians (laughs) and I only keep up with them through you. So Kylie Jenner released her baby name. I thought it was Ari. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty normal. Like, cute. (laughs) It's not. It's air. (laughs) I'm sorry, but the comment underneath the photo that says you made us wait this long for you to tell us that his name is air (laughs) needs to win an emmy because i was cracking up did you see the comment that said air force (laughs) three i understand wanting to have something different right but for example Apple. Someone has named their kid Apple. I just don't understand like what the infatuation is behind naming your kid these absolutely ridiculous names. I give props to Carrie Underwood because I think she's the only celebrity that has like normal names for her kids. I love her. She's perfect in every way. Her legs. Ugh. Miles long. I just want mine to glisten like hers does. I'm sure she put something on them, but also it's probably just her sweat because her sweat is perfect because she's perfect. She sweats glitter. She does. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Right. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's episode, we kind of wanted to take a step back and let you all get to know us just a little bit. So we are doing a little bit of a hot seat. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to just fire questions at each other and we'll see where this takes us. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. I should have studied a little bit more. I know. I really feel like these are those icebreaker challenges that they make you play college first day in the office. Yes. Give us one interesting fact about yourself. I have none. What do you say? I say I was raised on a farm. Okay, so I say I'm half Egyptian, but if you know my last name, you would know that. (laughs) (laughs) The number of times when people do see my last name that they ask me if I know Arabic and every time I have to say no. But I told my mom, I really want to get one of uh, Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for this? No, but let's do it. We needed some intro like Super Mario Smash Brothers or something (laughs) intro music into this. We need. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What is your guilty pleasure? I should have thought about these. (laughs) (laughs) My guilty pleasure would probably be sweets. Mm, mm -hmm. Anything dessert, cake. Like you say that you love sweets. So what is your favorite all time? A skillet cookie with a big scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. I feel like my guilty pleasure is, which I said this in our mindset episode, but taking baths. Yeah. It, that is just my like zone. I just, I washed my hair for the first time in a week and a half yesterday. Oh, props. Snaps. Yeah. Snaps to Sarah. Okay. My hairdresser told me <laughs> hair was looking less than her and she gave me a compliment and I said, that's weird. The only thing I've been doing different is washing it less. So now I'm going to wash it even more or less and see if I can get it to grow twice as much. So whenever I go to the salon, my, my hairdresser always tells the girl that's shampooing me. She only washes her hair once a week, but I saw a girl on TikTok that teaches you how to wash your hair, but she says you take like a small amount and you put it in your hair and if it doesn't suds up, you rinse and you put a little bit smaller amount, scrub it through your scalp. If it doesn't suds up, you do it again. So the less 
you wash your hair, you're more, you're going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. But once it starts to get suds in your hair is when you know it's clean. Yeah. (laughs) I watched that same. I think I sent it to my mom too. I'm like, look, this is why I don't wash my hair that often. So, but yeah, I'm I'm a once a week girly too. What's your biggest high school cringe moment? So anything you did in high school or war or anything, like when you think back to high school, what makes you cringe? Definitely the straightened hair. I'm not kidding when I look back at photos of me and my school ID, like hair that is not straight, but you think that it is. The blue eyeliner, the black eyeliner in the waterline. Yes. Oh my God. It was just everything about my look in high school. It screams cringe. I don't know who she was. So my biggest moment in high school that makes me cringe when I think back is, for one, my attitude. I feel like I had a chip on my shoulder all through high school. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Don't elaborate. (laughs) I have an older brother, and my brother has a reputation. Mm -hmm. So everyone kind of looked at me as his younger sister. I was trying to figure out who I was as a person, not as so-and-so's younger sister. Right. One time cut my bangs with kitchen scissors. <laughs> so, and this was the start of a chili bowl haircut. Right. <laughs> and they stuck straight out and it was awful. And I I was definitely old enough to know better, but I still did it. We're going to post a picture of our cringe moments okay. on our Instagram <laughs> okay. for yes. people who listen to this episode, because I definitely feel like others can relate. Yes. I mean, you don't know who you are in high school. Not at all. Also, I just want to say all of the TikTok videos that we see now of high schoolers, have you seen the ones that are like high schoolers now versus yes. me in high school? It is so true. Oh. Boppin, Hillary Duff. Oh, yes. Vanessa Hudgens. All of those songs. I had my Walkman with me to play my CDs (laughs) and all of it. Cringe. Absolutely cringe. Yes. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire with the clips in the hair. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was me. I was not popular in high school. No, me either. No. No, not at all. But I, I had a mouth. I wouldn't run my mouth to like my mom, but I would run my mouth to my teachers. I yes. would get in trouble all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember one time my teacher walked out of the classroom for something. I don't know what it was. And I locked him out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never did that. <laughs> I would just like smart off to my teacher. I would. Oh, my gosh. One time we were on our high school trip. One of my teachers literally looked at me and was like, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to put you in the t- of the luggage carrier up top of the bus. And we were on one of those charter buses. I held a vendetta against that man till the day I graduated high school. <laughs> I had a teacher, it was my sophomore year, and he had this rug in, in the middle of his classroom, like right in front of his desk. And he said that he never let the janitors clean the rug. It was disgusting. I mean, awful, disgusting. Ew. He would make you be silent the entire class, but... I was always a talker. <laughs> so I sat on that rug, I'm not even kidding you, at least once a week. And there Wait, was, it was like the quiet rug? Yeah, like if you were talking in class, you had to sit on the rug. What? And this rug was filthy. And I mean, like, I got mad. And so I threw my textbook down. <laughs> and like this big cloud of dust <gasps> came up. No, that's abuse. <laughs> <laughs> It was, but I mean, that rug and I, we, we grew to love each other. 
you're like, I would have started to bring my own cleaning supplies, a little handheld vacuum cleaner, <laughs> yes. and just vacuumed one side of it. I should have done that. Yeah. Speaking of would have, could have, should have, if you could redo or relive any moment, what would it be? My wedding. I watched your video and Aww. it was so beautiful. But like, what about it? There were some things that I would do differently that in the moment you don't really think of. And so I think that's why part of me was drawn to wedding planning after my wedding, because I was like, there were so many things that I wish I would have paid attention to that I really didn't, Mm -hmm. that I paid attention to things that really didn't matter. So I think that I would redo something. I would just relive the entire day. It was the best day. I mean, my grandpa walked me halfway down the aisle to my dad and my Mm -hmm. grandpa and I, we've always had like such a strong bond and and then of course you know my dad walked me the rest of the way down the aisle and my dad is he looks scary but my dad is the sweetest person in the entire world there were a couple of things that he told me about the wedding for one he didn't want a song that said about I loved her first because he said that's not fair because just because he's loved me first doesn't mean that Scott loves me less Mm -hmm. and I thought that was very sweet also he wouldn't give me away at the wedding he said I'm not I'm not giving you away. We are giving you away. So he included my mom, my stepdad, and my stepmom in the giving away. And I thought that was really special. That is so special. So I would just relive that day. That gives me warm fuzzies. (laughs) I just cannot wait to... I can't wait to get married. (laughs) So excited. What moment would you relive? I think I would relive my college graduation day. Okay. My mom obviously came with my grandma and sat through the entire dreadful thing. And it was hours long. And when I got home, she just, you know, basically told me like how proud of me she was. And you know that you like, you always have your mom that she tells you that she's proud of you and X, Y, Z. But I feel, I think that that is one moment that I really felt like as a daughter that I was actually like making my mom so proud and she just like she was like you know tearing up and Henry came and his mom came and it wasn't we I never did like the big graduation party or anything like that we just did something like a small dinner with my family I just felt like she was so proud of me and she's like you know she's my favorite person in the world (laughs) I'm the only child right except for my brother Larry who is a five pound Maltese dog (laughs) Um, I'm not even kidding. He's not a dog to her. He is a child. That was like a peak for me was I made my mom proud. <laughs> he changed her major four times. And here we are. Oh, girl, I did not graduate college in the, in the four years that you're supposed to graduate college. And I changed my major. And I finally, I got to the point where I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Can I can I just get out of here? Like, what's the quickest route out of this place? Yes. Seriously. <laughs> Give me a degree. I don't care. Oh, I know. I mean, I did it. I think I did four and a half. I graduated, was supposed to graduate in May, graduated in December because I originally went in pre-med and I was taking the biology summer classes. I was taking chemistry. Mm. And still to this day, the, the class that made me switch was Chem 102. I remember the professor. I know exactly the like what it was. And I had a full blown <laughs> mental breakdown. And I remember I would study and watch Grey's Anatomy. I mean, and I really was just like, I'm going to, I wanted to be a pediatrician. No, the second that I failed that I failed one test. I don't even know if I failed. I think I did get a D. It was the only D I've ever gotten in oh. my entire college career. Cause I was like mortified from it. So I switched from that to business. 
immediately. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just got my bachelor's of science in yeah. um in communications. So here we are. Yeah. Hosting a podcast, literally using my degree. That's Full circle. Best. This is the first time I've ever felt like I'm actually using my degree. Same. I That's thought about crazy. that the other day. I was like, wow, I'm using my degree. What would you look at that? <gasps> would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> Round two. <laughs> If you had to eat one flavor of ice cream for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ben and Jerry's. What? That's not a flavor. <laughs> I was so confident. Um, they're the brownie one and half baked. That's oh, what it is. Ben yes. and Jerry's half baked. Oh, that's good. Without a doubt. Mine's just straight old cookies and cream. I do. I love Hershey's cookies and cream bars. I don't know that I've had the cookies and cream ice cream before. Mm. What Disney character do you think you relate to the most? So originally I thought Maribel, I think that's how you say her name, from Encanto because she just is so, she takes care of her family. She is very proud of her family, which I am. And mm-hmm. I think I still do relate to her, but also Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Oh, yeah. It's, she always has a plan. Yeah. I actually had to Google this. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably a villain. <laughs> Ursula. <laughs> Maleficent. <laughs> I am not. I think I would be Jasmine because she is fun-loving and always up for a good time. I don't know. I like to have fun. But it also says that she is very loyal to her friends and is not afraid to take risks and is looking for new adventures. Me as Jasmine if I was a Zodiac sign. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the story uh, when I was a kid and Jasmine? No. I was at, it might have been Chuck E. Cheese, but you know how they put the stamps on your arms as kids and so the stamps on your parents match the stamps on your arms so when you leave, you have to leave with your kid? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, mine had washed off. They were telling my mom, they were like, you can't, you can't take this kid because we don't know if it's your kid. Right. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? That's my kid. Her name's Victoria. And I said, my name's Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) She said she could have killed me. Oh my gosh. So I went to Disney World when I was young. My mom got tickets to the Princess Brunch. She was having all of the princesses come up to me, getting Ariel, Jasmine, and then Snow White came up. Well, she had the seven dwarves. And there is a picture of me, and I am like screaming bloody murder because of Dopey. And I apparently was terrified of him. So instead of me having being in the picture with him, it's my grandma and Dopey like hugging. And then I'm like screaming next to her. What advice would you give someone that is about to enter the stage of life you're in? So for you would be you're about to get married. So what advice would you give somebody? Take a Xanax. Keep focus on what is most important because as much as you want the glitz, the glam, Maddie Pruitt's Instagram Mm -hmm. wedding, (laughs) that is not what matters. It really matters about you being devoted to your husband, but also just about who's there. It doesn't matter what your dress looks like. It doesn't matter what your hair and makeup looks like. I mean, yes, those things matter because you want to feel your best on your wedding day. Right. I think that I was getting so caught up in the little details and it is way too expensive. Let's mm-hmm. be real. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. But just keeping focus on what matters the most to you and having the people that you love and care about is my biggest piece of advice. I can tell you from our wedding still to this day, six years later, nobody talks about the centerpieces. Yeah. Nobody talks about the linens. Nobody talks about if you had a little card or the favors or anything like that. They talk about the food. Mm-hmm. They talk about the music. 
and they talk about the pictures. So, so the stage of life I'm in now is a mom. Still, I would consider myself a new mom. My kid's only two and a half years old. I would just tell people to focus on the things that matter. I focused really hard when he was a newborn to get him on a schedule, which I believe a schedule with a baby is phenomenal. Not all babies work that way, though. But Lane and I both worked very good on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say get on a schedule. Don't worry about the little things. If they're kids, they bounce back. Right. They'll be all right. We need to do an episode of motherhood, I yes. think. <laughs> Round three. Okay. So if one chore in your house could do itself, what would it be? Laundry. 1,000%. <laughs> and putting it up. Yes. Putting it up. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it, nice, neat, put it away, nice, neat, hang it up. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. When you start a load of laundry, you have to get the clothes that have been in the dryer for a week out. (laughs) And then rewash the clothes that sat in the washer for a week because they smell like soil. (laughs) (laughs) They literally smell molded, crusty. (laughs) Henry's the worst at it, though. He has had a basket of clean clothes sitting in our bedroom for two weeks now. Does he do his own laundry? No. No, no, oh. I do all the laundry and I'll hang up and put mine up, but I do not. Oh. I don't put his. I'm like, I'm not your I'm not your maid. I will not put his clothes up. See, I will fold and hang up, but it stays in the laundry room. Yeah. Whenever I bring them into the bedroom, I will separate them and put his on his side and mine on my side. I'll put mine away and leave his over there because I'm he has probably over a hundred t-shirts. I mean, they are cram packed in there. Mm-hmm. And then he yells at me because they're wrinkly because they sit in the dryer. I'm like, no, sweetie, <laughs> they are wrinkly because your clothes are jam-packed in that. (laughs) You can't fit another hanger in that closet. So if you had to vacation somewhere, would you vacation at the beach or in the mountains? I think I would have to choose the mountains. Really? Yep. I love the beach. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. I love sand, but texture is something that I'm really weird about. I hate the feeling of sand on my skin. And I just think that the mountains are so beautiful. I think I would love to be in the mountains more than on the beach. I would have to say beach over mountains, even though I love the mountains. Mm -hmm. I am just a get a good book on your Kindle, get a chair, lay out on the beach. I don't like the sand either. I get, but we take a family vacation every year to Destin usually. And we usually rent out a house with a pool. So you can, if you get tired of the beach, you can sit by the pool. So what's, is summer your favorite season? No. Really? What's your favorite? Fall? Yeah. Yeah. Basic. Basic, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fall is 1000% my favorite. I mean, absolutely. If I was in the mountains, I need a hot tub for sure. Yes. Give me a book. Give me a hot tub. Put me in the mountains. And I think that I would be golden. What is your biggest quirk? I have a fear of velvet, so I cannot be anywhere near velvet. I feel like I knew that about you, but I just, I need you to explain. I don't know what it is, but it like internally just makes me want to have a panic attack. Really? Yes, it's horrible. And I know everyone makes fun of it or like jokes about it because I mean, it's funny. It is, but I've lived with it my entire life. And it really like people will grab my hand and make me touch velvet. Do you remember what happened whenever you felt like that you had, I don't want to say a fear of velvet, I guess a phobia of it. What do you call it? I I call it a phobia because it 
it elevates my heart rate. I didn't know that until I had an Apple Watch that it elevates my heart rate. Mm -hmm. It makes you sweaty. The worst part, well, not even the worst part, but the weirdest part of it is it makes the tip of my tongue itch. Like just thinking about it makes the tip of my tongue itch. And I'm not the only one. I have two cousins in my family who also have the same velvet fear, phobia, whatever. But yeah. That is wild. That's my biggest quirk. It sucks for me because velvet is in right now. I was about to say all the the Gucci velvet like sweatsuits. Oh gosh. Awful. Oh, the, from limited to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never had those. Oh, see, I did. I think that my biggest quirk is I like to touch and hold cold ears. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Cold ears? Ears. I'm so serious. And also Ronald Reagan also had this. So (laughs) if you know me and have known me for a while, you know that I love cold ears. I don't know what it is. When we're sleeping at night, I'll hold his ear. And he gets so mad at me because sometimes if we're watching a movie, I will hold his ear like a literal child. But they have to be cold. I hate warm ears. And so I'm glad you have a preference. Yeah, I definitely do a certain temperature. And so we would be watching a movie or something. He's like, I can't hear. Get off of my ear. And one time I was sick in college and he really went and got like frozen food and put it on his ears so that his ears were cold. That is so sweet. I know. It's so weird, but it's so sweet. Ask my mom. I've held her ear since I, she says, since I was born. Like my grandma claims that her earlobes are so long because I stretch them out. I just am an ear person. I don't know why. But also if you, I know if you have bad ears or good ears, like. Do I have bad ears or good ears? No, you'd have good ears. You want to touch it? Is it cold? (laughs) No. Yeah, you have nice ears. (laughs) I like to take the back of my finger and rub it. Like I don't, it's like hold them anymore as much, but I just rub it. I don't know. It calms me down. Oh, (laughs) I feel like we just bonded. You just rubbed my ear. I told you guys, I don't know when to stop sharing. <laughs> Welcome to the oversharing podcast. Yes, maybe we should have called it that. The oversharers. What is the biggest lesson that you have learned in life during the season that you're in? So I think that the biggest lesson that I have learned is understanding where you stand with people. Mm-hmm. And I think learning that is very hard. Yeah. Because you kind of feel that, well, you would do X, Y, Z for them, but they don't reciprocate that back and you have a really hard time of understanding why that is yeah I would never do that to them so why did they do that to me it took me a while to learn it like especially after I graduated college and you kind of feel like you are in limbo with life when you have friends throughout your different stages different people are there for different purposes and different reasons and different seasons Mm -hmm. but I think that that's probably been the biggest lesson that I've learned but I feel very comfortable in it now right and I mean stuff can can happen and I don't react to it the same way as I probably would have back then. Yeah, that's a really good one because I think that's one of those that I've learned recently. But my biggest one that I've learned as an adult is being able to eliminate toxicity in my life. Yeah. Even if it's family, if it's best friends, whatever it is, and you need to cut those ties, you just have to cut the ties. Right. A part of me wants to hold on to something because I go back to the fear of I had a best friend in high school who committed suicide. Mm, mm-hmm. So I go back to the fear of if I'm going to cut ties with this person, am I okay with myself where I cut these ties? But also being okay with allowing the toxicity to leave my life. I think that's something that it took me a long time to learn because I 
tend to hold on because I'm always scared. What if something were to happen? Being able to just cut it off and say, my life is more important than the drama that you cause. I think that's a big one for me. Oh, I think that's huge. Making sure that you only keep people in your inner circle that really contribute and that you benefit something from. It's twofold. I mean, you put in the same energy that you expect from them. I feel like ours go to hand in hand because you hold people to a certain expectation, Mm -hmm. but you want to make sure that they know that expectation. But if someone is being so toxic and just not contributing to the same energy that you're giving to them, right? you got to let it go. Yeah. But that is so much easier said than done. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It is. Until you get to a moment in your life when you're like, I just can't handle this. And the, and it, it could take a breaking point. And I mm-hmm. think that's what it is for me is it finally took me to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore. Right. There was so much going on in my life that I finally had to say, what you're giving me is not worth the energy that it's taking for me to accept or be around. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to cut it. What TV show or movie series do you wish you could rewatch over again? Pretty Little Liars. Really? I got so into that show. Yeah. I remember it just kind of took me out of everything. And Scott and I, I, it might have been the place we were in our relationship. We were dating and we were like bonding. And, you know, we had um, actually, I think we had just moved in with each other. And so we were up all night long watching this show. Trying to solve who A is. Trying to figure it all out. I would like to rewatch it, but I would also like them to have like a legit ending. Yeah. So is that one show then that you would try to redo the ending of? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I would re-watch for the first time Harry Potter. When those books came out, because I've read all the books, mm-hmm. my mom, me, and my cousin would go to Target at 8 a.m. So remember when book drops oh, used yeah. to be a huge thing? Oh, yeah. I have some of the, si- like the J.K. Rowling signed books. Oh, I have the Deathly gosh. Hallows Part 1 <gasps> and Part 2, the big blue books. I have the Deathly Hallows book signed. Mm-hmm. Shut up. I swear. Yeah. It's at my house. Yeah, I've always been a huge Harry Potter fan. I mean, obviously read the series multiple times. Mm -hmm. The first time I got my first book when I was like in sixth grade when it came out. Yeah. And I tried to read it and I didn't quite understand it. So I put it away. And when I was in seventh grade, I got it back out and I read it and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I read all of them. Yeah. See, there's so much, though, that the books have that the movies don't. Mm-hmm. And I know it is such a huge movie franchise, yes. but I wish that they would have included more. Yes. You you learn so much more in the books about Ginny and the Weasleys. Yes. And yes. I wish they would have filmed different series, like mini series or right. something of stuff from the books. The ending of the Deathly Hollows is in the books. Is so different. So different. Yeah. But people don't know that because no. they don't read the books anymore. They're so good. They just watch the show or watch the movies. Like, yes. If you get anything from this episode, read Read Harry Potter. Read the book first. Yes. Yes. If there was a show that I could rewrite this ending, Game of Thrones. Okay. Have you seen it? I never watched Game of Thrones. No. Henry got me hooked. We were huge GOT people. Okay. And the producers of season eight apparently got contracted to do Star Wars at the exact same time that they were finishing this last season of Game of Thrones. And it was like the most anticipated final season of any show. They ruined it. (laughs) In my personal opinion. I'm serious. I was so pissed. And I won't spoil it, but it sucked. (laughs) 
I hated it. Don't watch that. Don't watch season eight. Just cr- I've even actually seen petitions on Reddit of people being like, someone needs to redo this because it was that bad. Can we talk about the best written series of all time? What? The Office. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. That there's like a whole crew of writers for those. And I'm telling you, they are geniuses. That oh, genius. Was, that was the best series ever. The best intros. Oh, yes. I think that my favorite episode is definitely the return when when Dwight goes to work for Staples. Oh, yes. That is my favorite episode <laughs> my- ever. My favorite episode is the dinner party. No, I was about to just say, don't say dinner party. I was crying laughing at it. That is hands down my favorite episode. I also will start it over again and again and again. And, and I notice different yes. like quirks, like different things that they say that I didn't catch on yes. the first time. Where Whenever Michael Scott plays Girls Gone Wild and is throwing the party in the hotel room. Oh, but yes. Jim works for the other branch yes. and comes in and... And it's like, oh my God, Dwight got a stripper because he opens up the door, but it's Angela. Yes. I wish that there was more of Jim being like, oh my God, that's Angela. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's just so much that I think that they have not ever elaborated on. Okay. What about a book that you could read for the first time again? Kristen Hanna's The Nightingale. I, Classic. I love, love, love that book. I love her. The Great Alone, Four Winds, The Nightingale, all those books are so good. And I mean, I love reading them too. I mean, I'll read them two, three, four times in a row. Yeah. I don't care. But if you have not read it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Between her and Colleen Hoover, those are my two favorite authors. Did you read Verity? I've read it twice. I loved that book. I love James Patrick. Patterson. And I really want to say that I want to reread something like Pride and Prejudice. Mm -hmm. But I think my final answer is going to be Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand the amount of emotions that I felt when I ended that book series. I vividly remember finishing the series, going out to my mom, bawling. And I'm just like, I finished it. And I mean, you would have thought that I lost my cat. I was distraught. And I don't want to hear anyone say, those movies are so trash. Yeah, the movies are trash. Read the books. Read the books. Exactly. This is a case of read the books. Yes. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Where I'm at right now in life, I feel super proud of getting here. Is that weird that that was exactly mine? Really? (laughs) I mean, I really do. I feel very secure in my relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for us to get married soon. I feel very confident in my career. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited that we're doing this podcast because I've wanted to do it for so long. Yes. Like I'm excited for the future. I feel very strong in the friendships that I have. And I feel very strong in the relationships that I have with my family members, with my closest friends. I mean, I just feel good. Yes. I would agree. I feel like as a mom, I feel like I'm crushing the game. Not always, but today I am. (laughs) As a wife, I mean, I might have a pile of laundry at home, but my husband's happy. I'm happy. We have a beautiful home, a beautiful family. We both worked so hard to get to where we are. Mm -hmm. I'm just very proud of the effort that I've put in to get to exactly where I'm at. It's a lot of mental work. I feel like right now, at this exact moment, like mental health wise, I feel the healthiest than I ever, ever have. I feel like mentally I'm stable. Like I battle with self-confidence your whole life, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm at a point where I am confident in the person that I am. I feel confident in knowing that 
I am who I am and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And what I give is what I give and what I receive is what I receive and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need the fluff. I don't need the Instagram fluff. I'm good. Right. But I could not agree more. I feel like I went from a place of saying, I feel like I'm failing at everything to figuring out why do I feel like I'm failing at everything and kind of like reverse engineering that and Mm -hmm. say, I'm not failing at everything. This is X, Y, Z that I've done to get to where I'm at. And just because it's not perfect or where I expect it to be right now at this moment doesn't mean I can't get there. So let's figure out how to get there. Right. Exactly. Who inspires you the most? If you say your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's it's a mixture of people. Honestly, I think it's Scott. Really? He does. He really does because he constantly pushes me to be the best version of myself. And no matter what I put my effort into, he wants to make sure that I have a a goal in mind and that I'm going to reach that goal and he'll make sure I get there. Mm -hmm. You know, when we, we decided to start this, he was like, what's your five-year goal with your podcast? Like how, how do we get there? He budgets our life. He does a lot of our finances for us. He also on the side starts his own little businesses here and there. Mm -hmm. And if they work, they work. And that's, that's the cool thing about it is I see him take the leap and I'm like, well, I can take the leap too. Yeah. And he supports me and my business. I support him. So we have one office. So I'm like, okay, I'm reserving the office. I feel like we need to sign outside. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm reserving the office for this day at this time. You need a door calendar. Like I have a refrigerator calendar. <laughs> yes. 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 The refrigerator calendar runs my life. I would say my mom also, because my mom, you know, she started her own business. She came, you know, when we were younger, she didn't have much and she has a lot now. And mm-hmm. I think that's great that she She's worked very hard for what she has. And I think that's cool. But I know you're going to say your mom. So I want to say Scott. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she has just done so much for me that I could never even begin to thank her enough for it. It's just been the two of us partner in crime, but not in the type of where she was always tried to be my best friend because we've always had a very close relationship. Like it's Mm -hmm. one of those where I talk to her all day, every day. She's the first person that I text in the morning and the last person that I text at night. If I go a day or even a few hours without talking to her, she's like Amber Alert. She showed up one time at my house in college because I, I wasn't answering. (laughs) And she showed up. She just has inspired me to always be the best version of myself and always just follow my dream and to figure out who I am and just surround myself with those people that are going to push me to be my best. But we really became close friends, I would say within the last two to three years. Like we've always had a very close mom-daughter relationship, but it's been really fun to see it blossom into us being friends. If I make a mistake, I, I think that she's more so like, well, I told you better. Like, yeah. I taught you better than that. Yes. And it's more so now we laugh at it together uh-huh. because we're developing a different type of relationship. She put me in every single sport. She put me in every single extracurricular activity and she did not miss a game. She did not miss an event. Always made me the priority, but she just inspires me every single day. I just pray that I'm half the person and half the mom that she is. Oh, I love And that. I know she'll listen to this. So I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Final round hot seat. I am going to ask Victoria five questions. They're all related to something like on your phone. So I'm going to ask you these and then we're going to check to see if you answer them correctly. Oh, shoot. But okay. you don't have time to think. Just spit it out. Hot seat. Okay. Ready? What was your most recent song that you played on your Spotify account? Centuries. What TV show are you watching right now? Jenny and Georgia. Who was your last call? KG. Who was your last text to? You. Who was your last Instagram DM to? One of my writers. Okay. <laughs> Now let's check it. Okay. Recent song that you played on your Spotify. Oh, one step closer. 
Oh. Linkin Park. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like... It was close. It was close. Yeah. Well, the last full played song was Centuries. Oh, okay. I just taught a, a cycle bar class, so it was the last song that I listened to was my cool down song. <laughs> what TV show are you watching right now? Jenny and Georgia. And then who was your last call to? It was you. Oh, because I called you when <laughs> oh, I got yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Who was your last text to? That was also you. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your last Instagram DM to? A writer. <laughs> you were right. What's your last played song on Spotify? Perfect Day, Lily Blonde. What TV show are you watching right now? Anatomy of a Scandal. Who is your last call? My mom. Who is your last text? Probably Morgan. Who was the last Instagram DM? Probably Erica. Okay. Okay, let's look. see. <laughs> okay. Clearly, <laughs> I was listening to Kids in America. <laughs> I don't remember. From Clueless. I found this playlist called If Claire's Unlimited 2 Had a Baby. (laughs) Oh, TV show. I know it's Anatomy of a Scandal because I just started watching it today. Okay. On Netflix. Call. Oh, it was you. Duh. It was you. It was you and then my grandma. And And then then last text. Morgan. And last Instagram DM. Felt like it was Erica because I just sent her a mashup that I found on Instagram Reels. So in closing, what are you most looking forward to this year? Honestly, I'm so excited to see where this platform goes Mm -hmm. and what all we can do. And my goal for this year is just to not even change lives, just touch people. I mean, just go for it. I'm also looking forward to that, but I really am just want to get married. All right, you guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this little Q&A of Victoria and I. We just wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit better. And we can't wait to see what this year has for the Authentic Chicks. We've got some super exciting things coming up soon. Do you want to give them like an inside scoop? We have a couple of guests lined up. Yep. And they also are instructors at Cycle Bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we just leave it at that? We should. Don't tell them yet. Okay. Yeah. We'll just okay. leave it at that. We've got our monthly Dear Chicks anonymous letters. Yes. So we're going to start reading those at the end of the month. The last Thursday, that episode will drop. So we're going to do a wine night where we sit down, read your all's messages. We've already had a few come in. Keep them coming. I think we have about five to 10 that have been submitted to us. Send this to your friends. Share us on Instagram. Please give us a follow, a shout out back. We want to hear from you. We love reading your reviews and we will talk to you soon. (laughs) 